Hey, we're Blender Style. And on this very special end of the year edition, we're going to talk about our top five albums of the year. Top five. Top five. So join us. Leave comments if you think anything that we say is stupid, because we all know we are. And let us know what your top five are. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. All right, so I'm going to kick this off, guys. I picked my number five. Is a band who changed their name just recently, and it pisses me off. They changed their name? They changed their name from Eskimo Cowboy uh, to Electric Cowboy. They put the album uh, Techno out this year, and I just think it's a really fun album. It's kind of a really cool mix of like hard... I don't even know what genre that is. <sighs> it's dance core? I don't know. I don't know what genre weird it is. Weird German band. There's this weird kind of techno mixture movement with uh with deathcore or i don't even know how to like say what style of music they are um and yeah it was a really fun album my number five is king buffalo regenerator this is like a stoner rock stoner metal kind of album um i really got into their album that came out a few years ago uh i forgot the name of it dark star or some shit like that really cool artwork and it's just like a real chill jammy um easy kind of to listen to with long like a couple really long songs fucking killer i highly recommend it my number five is an album we actually reviewed it is ulta all that has never been true uh, Bathed in Lightning, Bathed in Heat. Apparently, Spotify says that was the song I listened to most oh, this year. Yeah, right on. Um, it's a good song. Good mix between some doom, black metal, post-black metal, almost like a score to like a crazy like Hitchcock film. Uh, my number four pick is Author and Punisher Crueler. This is like a, an industrial uh one man project he makes his own machinery and shit like that to uh, make his music um less industrial than their previous stuff kind of more a little groovy a little dancey little dan uh yeah it's emotional for sure yeah um not as like fucking heavy and it's uh, uh it's pretty easy to jam through and i fucking dug the shit out and uh my number four is imperial triumphant spirit of ecstasy uh, I was really excited when this album came out. I pre-ordered it on vinyl, and uh, I put it on, and when the needle hit, I fell in complete love for the first couple weeks. It's uh, blackened death metal with avant-garde, twist on it with jazz, and uh, it's a really good really good record. Yeah, check out our review on it. We, we reviewed that one. Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. So my number four is none other than one we reviewed earlier this year, Kardashev, Liminal Right. Oh, yes. Um, yes, yes. I had a blast with that album. I thought it was great. I like the uh, the blending of styles that it has. I do wish that it had a little bit better mix going on with it. I think that was one of the big complaints we all had about it. Um, but nonetheless, it's a great album. Great mixture of death, hard, like really heavy, fast metal with some really ethereal kind of... Uh, it had some black metal stuff. tones yeah. to it as well. Yeah, so. I, I was very torn on that episode. Yeah. I remember physically and mentally being very <laughs> upset, but a uh, good pick. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the that was kind of weak. You're weak. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. 
So my number three is Drug, All Belong to the Night. I think this album, when it first hit, I kind of was like, whatever with it. It's only been out for a few weeks, but now that I've listened to it, you can hear the loneliness, the sadness, the nature of it, uh, all sorts of emotion going on. It's a Ukrainian black metal band that's been around for many, many years. And uh, uh, yeah, that's my number three. I gave that a couple spins. It didn't really resonate as much with me, but now that you're mentioning it, I'll probably go back and give it a deeper dive. My number three for this year is one that we were kind of polarized on. We haven't reviewed. We haven't really even talked about, except for to make fun of. Uh, Megadeth, The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big Megadeth fan. I thought it was a great album, especially compared to their previous albums. Um, it was kind of a return to form for them. Lots of good solos and leads and stuff. A little cheesy at times, but nonetheless, a great Megadeth album. What Megadeth isn't a little cheesy, though, right? True. And I think that's the thing that makes Hello, Megadeth, me. yeah. <laughs> that makes Megadeth, Megadeth. Uh, that's kind of true. I never yeah. really thought about that. My number three is, and I'm going to butcher this, I think, is Ibaraki R- Rashomon, I think is how you say it. It's uh, Matt Heafy's project that he came out with. Oh. When it was first introduced to like the world, I read something that said it was a black metal album. I was like, what the fuck, really? So I listened to it, and I was immediately turned off because it's n- not black metal. Yeah, it's I not would not call metal. this black metal. But then I like kind of stepped away from it and then actually went back and listened to mm-hmm. it. It's really fucking good, dude. It's very unique. Uh, we reviewed Trivium. Yeah. Um, spoiler, I didn't think it was awesome. Um, emotionally, I just felt like it was kind of flat. Um, but Ibaraki, I think is how you say it, uh, kind of shows Matt Heafy being more vulnerable. vulnerable. And he's kind of a fucking weird dude, and it comes across in this. It's like you kind of get to peer behind the curtain of Matt Heafy and what he's about. At least that's what I got out of it. Um, and it's a very unique album. I don't even know what genre would you would call it. It's not black metal, but it's got some black metal influence and it's uh, kind of a trip. I, I, I liked it a lot. I, I'm going to have to check it out cause I'm with you. I, when it first came out and they build it as black metal, I remember you, you sent me a link to one of the songs and we both, we're making fun of it because like this is not black metal, and I never gave it a chance after that. But if you liked it that much, I might have to. Go oh, you should definitely it. check. It's a long album, right? It's pretty long. It feels long, yeah. There's some videos where he's like he has a mask that he's singing yeah. into, and it's he's fucking weird, dude. And I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, in Trivium, he's trying to be angry and angst, and I just didn't feel like it came across as genuine. This is genuine to me. This is way better than Trivium, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think Trivium has another album coming out next year. I think so. For my number two pick, I'm going to throw my cards on the table and one-up Nathan. It's Imperial Triumphant, Spirit of Ecstasy. Oh! Uh, I needed extra time with this album when we reviewed it. Uh, I'm glad I took it because this has become one of my favorite albums of this year. It sounds like a nervous breakdown happening. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. It's it's fast. It's discombobulating. It's confusing. It's intense. Uh, it's it's a great album. My number two, and I'm probably going to butcher this one too, is Sai Shiki. Okay. Um, Sai is uh, what genre are they, Nathan? Kind of their own thing, you know? Um, I don't love all their albums. Uh, The one before this, Air to Despair, I think is what it's called. That was a good album. The artwork is amazing. Mm -hmm. I love the artwork. Um, Artwork's not as good on this one. This one is uh, 
really interesting album. Just vocally really fuck, fucked up sounding, which I dig. Um, very complex. And I just, I enjoyed it. I just kept coming back to it over and over again. I really, really like it. So that's... I got into this because of you. It's not on my list, but you sent me yeah. uh, the album. And I, I, I've listened to it a few times. And it's definitely uh, very interesting. Yeah, it's like They're doing something different. It's definitely pushing, you know? And it's one of these bands that like all their albums, I think, are kind of different. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I fucking love the shit out of it. So my number two is a band called Doldrum. It's a U.S. black metal band that has like post hardcore punk influence. It's a real trip. The guitar work is freaking amazing. Uh, but the name of the album is The Knocking or The Story of the Sound That Preceded Their Disappearance. Uh, it's apparently folklore and it looks like an image of an alien with a man uh, I don't know if this is about an abduction in, you know, <laughs> I don't know what this is necessarily about, but it sounds creepy. The guitar work is great. The drumming is very unusual for black metal. So, uh, doldrum, I can't, I can't tell you to listen to this enough. It's a great album, but that's my number two. The album title so long. It's like a fucking Fiona a- Apple now, record. Now you got me intrigued. So before we go to our number one picks this year, guys. Uh, what other albums, you know, were up there, but didn't make your guys' top five? Um, I listened to well over a hundred albums this year. Um, I thought Megadeth sucked. Okay. (laughs) I thought Kardashev wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just picking on the ones I didn't think were good. (laughs) Corn Requiem did not blow me away. What about that new Slipknot? I heard you love that one. I did not like the new Slipknot, uh, we reviewed uh, Five Finger Death Punch, uh, their first album, mm-hmm. Ashes, I think it's what it's called. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then their new album came out around that time. I listened to that. It sucks. So I didn't write any bands that I didn't like down because I just didn't want to waste the time yeah. on Yeah. But I, I got um, the new Fear Factory, the remix, uh, Recoded. I thought that was great. I'm a big fan of like the old Fear Factory remix albums, so... To hear them come out with something like that was was really like. A, I didn't a high even listen point. to it. I listened to it probably thirty times by now. It's uh, pretty good. I haven't listened to it thirty times. So it's good. Pretty good. Uh, I like the remixes yeah, as well. I love them. Um, another one was uh, Lorna Shore. Uh, Pain uh, remains. I thought it was a great album. It probably would have been in my top five, but there was just some technical issues that I think ruined it for me. Um, Fallujah. Had a new album this year, which was actually pretty good. Uh, Fallujah's in my top ten. They didn't quite make it okay. into five. Yeah, and I think they're on like my number eight. Yeah, that's so about they're, where it's they're, at. With... They're there. Uh, and, and I think it probably would have been in my top five, but I didn't listen to it enough to really... It's good. It's drill. better than the... Uh, yeah, I thought for sure it was that better one, yeah. than the last one. Uh, and then Bloodywood. Uh, Shack. Oh, yeah. Uh, we saw them at Aftershock. Uh, they're pretty good like rap metal yeah it's weird because it's a it's kind of like a it's new metal but it's new metal for for india yeah (laughs) which is kind of weird for the masses bro for to to (laughs) kind of see something like that take hold over there and and then do what they do i think the thing that ruins it for me though is that the message they're trying to put across they just i'm all for it you know and and treating people right but i don't need to hear them preach about it 
That's another ragiest machine, huh? Yeah. Where are some of your honorable mentions, Nathan? Okay, so I got a couple guys. The first one, Matt introduced me to it. Vital Spirit. Still is the night, cold as the wind. Good black metal. It's a two-piece. Uh, Matt introduced me to him. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm gonna. So some of these, I'm gonna mess up the names. Tom or Rom, also a two-piece. Ash in the Realms of the Stone, Icons, great record. Man, this is like a. What's that? Is that black metal too? It's like black metal with death metal and like trippy ass shit, dude. Like, check it out. Uh, a pop record, Blood Red Shoes, Ghosts on Tape. Great to get the dance going and some drinks. Um, and then Viagra Boys, Cave World. <laughs> this album is great. It's punk rock with a little bass swing to it. Um, almost gives off vibes of Nick Cave a little. But uh, yeah, Viagra Boys, Cave World. Speaking of uh, punk, did you listen to the chats that they had an album this year? Yeah, they did. It, they're always enjoyable. You know, that's a great, you know, it was a great record. But it's not anything that's going to make top 10 for me. You know okay. what I mean? There's a couple bangers on it, but the rest is kind of duds. Yeah, well, also, I got to mention another one real quick. Telekinetic Yeti. <laughs> that's a the great album, band name. Yeah, the yeah, album is. is called Primordial. And it's stoner rock doom that pretty much I'm pretty sure they're talking about weed like every song. probably. <laughs> but uh, those are some of the other albums that I listen to. Do you guys listen to the new Meshuggah Immutable? I did not. We saw I saw them at Aftershock this year and I came away from that kind of pissed off that they were boring. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, it was boring watching them. <sighs> I like Meshuggah and I just it didn't really blow me away. Corpse Grinder had his self-titled. It's cool. It's, it's fun. It's fine. Um, in my top ten, but not my top five, was Zeal and Ardor. Okay. I thought that was pretty badass. Well, I, if we're naming a couple off, uh, I'm gonna. I didn't want to say this because I was gonna mess it up, but a band called Guds for Lot. It's a album called Friendship, Love, and War, and it's. If you like D&D and black metal, this is your shit, man. <laughs> There's like some wood flutes, some crazy <laughs> solos that are going on within this that like you wouldn't even expect in black metal. Uh, the album artwork is fucking rad. Wait, what band is this? Goods, Goods for Lunt? Dude, fucking killer, man. Okay. If you want some epic ass like lo-fi black metal yeah. that is like heavy on the Lord of the Rings and D&D, <laughs> this is your shit, man. Right on. My number one album for 2022 is... <laughs> and no surprise here, it's Imperial Triumphant Spirit of Ecstasy. <laughs> that uh, means that band made every one of our lists in a different position. It's so it's fucking such a good. good. Album. It's crazy good. And the bad thing now is Nathan called it first, described it. I had a few words. You're screwed trying to figure this one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? What do you have to say about it, man? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like cl it has a classy element to oh, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's also fucked up sounding. It's and like you know what? And I want to touch on this, too, because you guys both made fun of the album art when we I love the album art for this album. I still don't love the album oh, art. So good. Album but in our stupid. episode, I like how you described it yeah. the best. You said it's like someone was walking down the streets of New York and in one side of the street there was a death metal oh, band yeah. playing on the other side was a jazz mm -hmm. quartet playing. 
or trio playing. Yeah. And this is a combination of all three of those elements. And I think that sums it up well. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's with, a great album. It, while cruising in a Rose, Rolls Royce. My number one pick is LS Dunes. It's a super group. Mm-hmm. It has Anthony Green that is from Circa Survive, uh, Seosin, and every other band. Uh, the guitar player from My Chemical Romance, the guitar player from Coed and Cambria, and the bass player and drummer from Thursday. We saw him at we Aftershock. Did. And I didn't even know they existed. Nope. This and was one I of those... read the little thing about the band, and I was like, I have to go see this band. This was one of those bands that we were going to walk through and watch a couple songs and passing to another band that we both wanted to see really bad, and we stuck to that stage. They were that good. Dude. I've heard some buzz about these guys. So I got the record, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I consume this record or this record consumed me. I have no idea. I love this fucking record. It's fucking amazing. Ellis Dunes, Past Lives, man. I can't recommend this. I totally enough. forgot about that. Oh my god. They gosh. were so good live, too. Dude, Heidi probably out. hates me. <laughs> I listened to this probably. so. <laughs> I listened to this so much. I'm so surprised that, like, you know how Spotify has, yeah. like, oh, the year. Dude, <laughs> I, like, listen I do to this. <laughs> yeah, the end of the year, you know, things. Like, dude, I listen to this record so much. Wow. So, Casey? So, uh, my number one is another band that we saw at Aftershock, Nemophila. Oh, shit. So, they re-released their album from the last Japanese year. The Japanese band, right? In English this year, revived the album. Um, so it came out this year. So is that even a 2022 release? It is too. <laughs> because it's in English now. So it's a re-release. All right. So it's a new it's your album. your fucking list. You can do and whatever you I want. I blame you guys for wanting to do this because they got a new album coming out in a couple weeks. And that would have been my number one for the year. <laughs> yeah, you but you haven't heard it. it. I, this album is that good that I probably would have been number one. <laughs> so so they were one of those bands. Same thing. Nathan wanted to go watch another band, but we didn't want to get split up. Haven't you shared this in our group chat? for each other all day the first day we were there. And Nathan's like, well, let's just go watch a couple songs. I was like, that's all I want to see. I just want to see like two songs and then we'll mm-hmm. go watch the other band. And we stuck to that stage and we got dead. It and Nathan's good. like, I didn't think they were going to be that good. Yeah. This chick was nine months pregnant and she was going wow. to town up on the stage and just pouring it all out there, dude. And they killed it. Uh, great album. Not traditional metal metal. Uh, kind of a weird mix of Japanese pop metal with metal. Um and they're all dressed up in clothes, like well, outfit. Most, most bands wear clothes. Um, <laughs> well, no. I was thinking it might be like a Gigi Allen situation. Yeah, yeah. these aren't. <laughs> this isn't like your Japanese like baby Species. metal or anything like that. The, the all the members of this band play their own instruments and write their own music, and it's amazing. Hmm. Uh, I, I would honestly like, check them out. So that was the Blender Style Boys top five for 2022. Uh, we'll put links down below so you guys can check them out. Uh, if there's anything that we forgot that you think should have been mentioned, honorable or maybe in our top five that we missed, put it down in the comments. We're Blender Style, and we'll see you next year. Snap into a Slim Jim! <laughs>